Din Djarin seeks redemption. Grogu is back for another adventure. Battle lines are drawn and more as the Sky Guys are back to preview season three of The Mandalorian. All right, we are back here on the Sky Guys. I'm one of your hosts, Mike Phillips, here from our final Mando Monday as you get ready for The Mandalorian. Today, our season three preview podcast, we're dropping it a little early because if we did Mando Monday right before the season, we only have two days to listen to it. I'll give you guys plenty of lead time to catch up on what we have to say today. Also with us today, the uh, guy's voice you get to the top of the podcast every single week. Calling us live from Corazon once again. Pete Consider is here. Pete, how are you? Doing well. We are ever much closer to season three of Mandalorian. So that makes me very excited. Um, and I am not excited for the draft because I usually do really badly. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to the draft a we'll little see. bit here. Also with us today, the magistrate of this podcast, Nick Fred is here. Nick, how are you? Doing great. This is the one we've all been waiting for, right? We're getting there. Finally, Mando season three. And I, I, I got to ask you, Pete, this time of year, how is the weather in Coruscant? Uh, a bit windy. A bit windy, a little chilly, still a lot of buildings. Um, yeah, it's, it's a typical uh, Star Wars planet. Yeah, it's nice. It's probably 62 degrees in, in, in New York on the day of record, so. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on here either. And Pete, people want to subscribe to us. They can check that out on our podcast feed, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon, all of your suspects. Simply search for the Sky Guys Favorite Podcast platforms. Listen to the Justin the Suffering Podcast. You are getting this one. Hello, welcome back after a couple months not having us here. But you want to get these episodes early. We got it. Mando Monday got it on Monday. Not getting it in the Sky and Justin the Suffering until about Thursday, Friday here. So you want to get that early access, hop on board. I mean, if you're listening to Mando Monday on a Thursday or Friday, it's not really Mando Monday, is it? So you got to subscribe. Listen. Subscribe to the feed. You could see me watch the. You could see me and watch me uh, lose the draft even sooner than if you would if it was on just just end of suffering. So um, I'm going to play that bit probably the whole show because it's the only funny bit I have. So uh, have fun listening to that all show. Absolutely. Here and Nick, people want to check us out on the social media streets. How can they do that? At Sky Guys Podcast, both on Instagram and on Twitter. That sounds good. You guys will check out the YouTube page, Mike Phillips on YouTube, video versions of the podcast out there. We get all the fun graphics and some of our characters here, including a star of the show himself, uh, Mr. Mando. I want to know what the prize is for this character draft. You're teasing me. Yeah, I got. I saw it today in email. We'll get to that in just a bit here. But oh, you don't own it. What do you say? You don't own it. You don't have it. No, I'm saying whoever wins good. should buy this. Okay, good. Because I was getting afraid that if you won, you already have it. That's not fair. No, it's a brand new one they dropped today, I think. So I'll, All right, great. So great. I'll put that up here later on here. But we should start out here with some Mandalorian news, Nick. And there's a couple of things that we can talk about. Yeah, I have two things, actually. The first thing that I have is the upcoming show Skeleton Crew. John Favreau has said that uh, they will not debut in Mando, none of these characters, which means if you had any skeleton people on your draft board, get them off. I'll be fair, we don't know who any of the skeleton people are. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, Pete. So, I, I don't know. I don't know how that... I, I guess it just shows us it's not coming first. I don't know why he had to specify that show, though, because a lot of other shows. Uh, P, I do think this is a good call. Here. I feel like there's a lot going on in Mando already, season three. I don't think we need to add the skeleton crew people to the mix. Yeah, I... I think it would be best if they didn't. I think there's a lot of other characters that they either need slash want to add uh, that could appear that would make more sense. 
Um, but the Mandalorian is notorious for introducing live action characters that we haven't seen yet that will have their own shows or something later on. So, uh, or be a part of another show. So it's, it's a possibility. It is, it's, it's a possibility to see something like that. But if, if, if they're kind of giving us the information ahead of time, I don't think skeleton crew is so anticipated that it's trying to throw a scent off of anything. Yeah, absolutely here. That's, that's one thing here. And uh, Nick, I got popped the arc on the screen here from variety. I'll link to it in the show notes here, the John Favreau interview that yeah, an interesting thing about a discussion quote about Mando being in a movie. Yeah. Basically what he said is you don't expect to see Grogu on the big, on the big screen anytime soon. The Mandalorian creator says they are sticking to the small screen. That's what I take right out of that. I don't know if you have like a specific quote from the article that you want to share, but yeah, I to have, me it's that's all. Just don't expect that in the movies. Yeah, I have it on the screen here for the video version here. This is an article from Variety or an interview with John Farabai's career. They talk about the Mandalorian here. And he says, when asked about bringing Mando and Grogu to the big screen, Favreau says the agenda was always to plot out Star Wars stories for streaming on TV. There's always an opportunity to have a set of characters and stories that people connect with that you could cross media into different areas. Marvel does it quite effectively, he says. It's a matter of where our time she spent and what the appetite of the audience is. So all the stories we're telling is definitely a full-time job is keeping his, this going with what we're doing now. It tells a much different rhythm and schedule than film does. So I feel like, uh, Pete, it was up to John Favreau. He's not going to get a Mando movie anytime soon. Yeah, I, he would have to be a really good fit, um, either to be in a movie that's not all about him. And I also think that they're just too far into the, you know, the show... Uh, format. I don't. I don't think you know. Maybe at the end of the show they'll do a movie, but I. I don't know. I rather them just end it as a show, and not try to try to go movie theater with it. I know Nick has said in the past that he feels that the eventual like like end game for Grogu is he's gonna be a movie with Ray. Sure. Yeah, I hope, not. I hope not, but I think so. Yeah. Well, that's going on here. Well, that's it. Is that it for the news, Nick? For the Mando? Yeah. Yeah. And and I. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's it. Actually. Yeah. All right, here. So let's go ahead here. We're going to get ready for season three here. And I feel like I'm excited for the season because, A, it's been almost a, it's been almost like 18 months since we last saw a Mando episode, I want to say, around that range. And I think it's also fun that we're getting a different change in the story here, Nick, because we've had the first season of Mando protecting Grogu from the Empire. And now we're going to see Mando working more on stuff related to his own culture. I'm not mistaken. It's more like 28 months, not 18, right? It's December of 2020. Well, 26 months. That's true. But I guess we did see Bento season two and a half just a year ago. Yeah, that's true. But what was your question, though? I feel like it's good that we're getting a change of pace in the story. Because the first two seasons were very much Mando protecting Grogu from the Empire. Now we're going to see Mando push in a new direction. Yeah, I, I think we're still going to see a little bit of that. I don't think. I, I said this before. I, I said this actually on our season two rewatch, I believe, of The Mandalorian. I said, if you're the Empire and you just tried to get Grogu and you got so close and you had him and lost him, I don't know about you, but I'm going to try again. I'm just going to say, ah, shucks, we lost him, we're done. I'm going to try again. I know Moff Gideon is not there at the moment, but you got to assume Moff Gideon's working for somebody. Yeah, I mean, he's he's taking orders. He's not just, you know, doing it blindly. Yeah, so I would imagine they're going to try again, and I would, I'd be shocked if it, it what is this, eight episodes? Yeah, eight again. I'd be shocked if one of them wasn't about keeping Grogu safe again. Yeah, P, any big thoughts you have like on season three or four? You dive into more specific things. No, I, I think all the big points we've kind of hit already, just from when we first heard about season three being uh, revealed and what we think it would be and what we saw when the first trailer dropped. Um, I, I'm hoping, you know, just to kind of 
mirror what you said. I'm hoping we do get away from the protect the child format. That has been something that stars has been doing for quite some time with their shows. And I think we need to move away from it, especially in the first Disney plus show for star Wars, the Mandalorian. Yeah. Let's go ahead. Also, I'll give you the synopsis of the season. This is from star Wars official material here. The journeys in the Mandalorian through the star Wars galaxy continue. Once alone, bounty hunter, Din Djarin is reunited with Grogu. Meanwhile, the New Republic struggles to leave the galaxy from its dark history. The Mandalorian will cross paths with old allies and make new enemies as he and Grogu continue their journey together. So, Nick, I think this is a interesting synopsis. That, that second line, I think, like that, uh, yeah, the second line, I think, is very interesting about the New Republic struggles. You get the galaxy away from the Empire era. Yeah, the New Republic struggles to lead the galaxy away from its dark history. It makes me feel like, do you think it's too early for some Imperial remnants that start mirroring what the First Order looks like? I mean, I, I know in canon, I feel like that there's that they're already in the unknown region starting to um, rebuild their forces. So, like, I feel like you might see some stuff here sort of related to, like, the Gideon crew sort of trying to regroup whatever project they're working on. Yeah, that's a very interesting point. I wonder how they're going to bring that in. I mean, I, I see a lot. I see a lot of what we're going to a lot of what we're going to see, I think, is pretty obvious, with like Mandalore and, you know, the dark saber stuff and the armor and all that. But what's next for the new Republic? Because they have been playing a shady role so far, like that episode when Grogu went to school Yeah, where you had that conversation after they've been keeping their eye on stuff out here. Like, you know, it makes me feel like there's something more that we discussed that as probably being the other show, yeah. the Rangers of the new Republic, but it doesn't look like that show's going to happen anymore due to the, uh, the actress being gone. So I'm not really sure if they're going to implement this stuff into Mando, or maybe they have the show anyway without her. I don't know. Yeah, P, I feel like that line, specifically in, the, in this analysis, feels like that they start like folding platforms they're going to do in that show back into Mandalorian. So I feel like especially we see Carson T with a pilot back in the uh, trailer talking about like there's a lot of like there's some darkness going on out here, like that like, that's something that's bothering us, and I feel like that's definitely stuff that's going to be related to like what that show was going to be. I'm I'm totally fine with that. I I think if we can get that organically with the Mandalorian it's not forced and rushed I think it would be great um my, my concern is though is that they they try to you know take two seasons of Mandalorian shoved into one that that's my concern with the extra content however if they could do it organically and they can kind of have that going on in the background as the main story is going on for Mando I think that would work perfectly for for a complete show yeah, Nick, I know they said they just, they're going to fall some of this stuff back into me. I feel like some of it may also linger into Ahsoka, too, especially if Thrawn is showing up there. Yes, I think it could. It could go into Ahsoka, could go into um, a new season of perhaps a Boba Fett show or... or Skeleton Crew? I guess, I, yeah, or Skeleton Crew, I guess not Kenobi. That's way before if they do a new season, but like, anything, really, that they go into. I mean, you don't want to see Obi-Wan Kenobi's Force Ghost trying to communicate with... Uh... Luke with Luke luring him about the uh, dangers that the uh, Empire Remnants are up to. No, that would be a Pete. That would be a whole lot of uh, you, you know uh, facial rendering and deep faking. Yeah, I I think I don't know. I, I think they don't have the budget for that. I think they need to use it elsewhere. Yeah, you can deep fake a character. I'm okay with it. You have Luke in the episode running around with Grogu. Cool. You can't deep fake a scene. Or, or a show where you have Luke and Obi-Wan and Leia running around with Han Solo. and it, You had your chance, and you know you, we all know what happened. 
Yeah, we do know what happened there, but let's talk about Mando here for season three because the first two seasons has sort of been defined his role by I'm learning to you know like care for another for another creature here. I trying to protect this child right to his own kind. Now he's back with Grogu here, so I think now it's interesting now the focus really be back on Mando for the first time here, Nick, where we get to see you know him like try, deal with the consequences of his actions from the end of Mando season two. Yes. Yeah. Um, nothing in season one would carry it here, really, in terms of his actions, I don't think. I mean, he's, re- he's responsible basically for, the entire, for his entire uh, clan is he getting wiped out. Season two, though, he, I mean, the main point is we all know it, and we've been talking about it since, and it was something that wasn't brought up in Boba Fett, was the Darksaber is his. Yes. Mandalore, technically, is his. Yeah, he has the right to the throne if he wants it. Yeah, that is exactly what I think the main point of the show has to be. I don't see any other way that it can't be all about that. Like, and I would have to just say, if you say, what are what's thought, the thoughts on Mandel's season three role? I think it's, I can't wait to see what happens there because he doesn't look like he wants it. Really. We know the story with Bo-Katan. I, we'll see. Yeah. It's a very, very cool. I don't like going into a season, and I haven't done that at all with this show, but I don't like going into a season not having an idea what's going to happen. I don't have a clue, and I love it. Yeah, I love that, uh, Pete. Also, the trailer doesn't really, it looks cool. It doesn't, like, spoil the entire story for you, which is, I feel like there were points in, like, certain shows that did some of that. Like, Boba Fett really spoiled half the half of whatever plot was there in the trailer. Well, I have to say, at least with Boba Fett, we didn't see Mando coming. Mm-hmm. That was a big surprise. But I, I agree. I don't like it when the trailer is the show. I mean, it just kind of gives away everything, and you just you just have a eight episode version of the trailer. I don't like that. Um, so I'm I'm in the same boat as Nick. I like that I don't know what's going to happen. I like that I have eighteen different ideas of what may happen and see what is kind of used or not. Yeah, and we need to mark our calendars right now because it is February 15th, 2023 at 9.03 p.m. He defended Boba Fett. (laughs) Mark that down. Yeah. I defended Mando and Boba Fett. (laughs) That was a big surprise. (laughs) Yeah, that was a big, that was certainly a big surprise here. Nick, I have a great point to Darksaber here, especially like, with the fact that he's going to run into so many Mandalorians trying to find his, like, way back to Mandalore and redeem himself here. Like, that's going to make him a big target. Not even just from Bo-Katan. He figured that Paz will take another shot at it if he gets a crack at the Darksaber. Some of the other Mandalorians might feel inspired to go fight him to try and claim it. I feel like he's going to be a, have a lot of conflict of trying to hold on to this thing. I wonder if he even considers himself worthy whatsoever to, to even try going to Mandalore, which I know is not true. I know he will. Because the armorer basically told him, you're not a Mandalorian anymore. And he kind of like takes that seriously. In my mind, if that's me, I'd be like, are you kidding? I have this. You're not a Mandalorian anymore. But um, he kind of took what she said seriously. So it makes me wonder is how seriously did he take her? Yeah, Pete's also a good point because you see that like he, the armorer, and Paz are the only ones who believe right now left who might believe in that really strict interpretation of like, you know, like, we don't take our helmets off ever, like, all this, and, like, you want to be encounters more Mandalorians, and he becomes more, like, receptive to other views of their culture. I mean, yeah, perfect example is Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan, season two, like, immediately when we, we are introduced to live-action Bo-Katan, the helmet comes off. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's... 
and it wasn't, you know, even back in the the Clone Wars, the Clan Vizsla, they take their helmets off all the time, right? I mean, like this is not something that I maybe I'm remembering incorrectly, but I feel like this was not something that was so strict back then. And even maybe now, I mean, Nick made a great point too. It's like, there's like three or four people left. Like who is the armor to be like, Oh, you're not Mandalorian anymore. He also is literally the leader of Mandalore technically in the Mandalorians because he has a dark saber. Um, I, I, I do think he takes it super seriously. I think that's the only thing that's, that's going to drive this. If he didn't take it seriously, I think we would have had a different storyline completely. Yeah, and Nick, I really brought the point up. Maybe was it in Boba Fett? We talked about this. Maybe like this sort of like really strict interpretation of the way of the Mandalore sort of came about after Bo Katan sort of blew the planet and sort of like led to the Imperial purge of it. So like you wonder maybe that sort of like led like that splinter cells. You know, like maybe we were doing it wrong. We had to go back to the old ways. Yeah, maybe. I, this is honestly this is a weird preview podcast because. They've done such a good job hiding it that we just, like Pete said, we have 18 different ideas on how this is going to go. Yeah. We don't even know if he believes that he can go to Mandalore. Besides the fact that he has to go to Mandalore and then see what happens there if he does go. Or if he doesn't go, what happens when he, where does he go instead? (laughs) This is like, we really have no idea. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of things we have no idea what's going to happen here, Grogu in this season, I feel like, I mean, we have one clear thing we think we're going to learn about with him, which is, the trailer sort of hinted we're going to get more of the Order 66 flashback here, but, like, apart from that, P, I don't know what we're going to expect out of this character this season. I have to say that's probably one of my biggest concerns. I think the return of Grogu is going to take away a lot of the story from the other characters because we spoke about this ad nauseum when, we, when he appeared in the Book of Boba Fett that the last three episodes of Book of Boba Fett was to bring back their moneymaker, right? They probably saw that they made so much money and it was such a social movement around uh um grogu everyone loved him that it's like well we kind of can't we can't let him go that easily um so i'm very concerned that season three is still kind of wrapped around mainly him um i kind of want to see more so i'm i'm like you curious to see what we get we haven't seen much of grogu and what he does to help mando or what his role is in the show I just I really hope we we have him as a supporting character more so than he has been. Yeah, Nick, the one thing I'm curious about is like how advanced Grogu is with the force since the last time I saw him, because I mean we get a little bit of this in both of us able to tame the Rancor down. He uses his like force abilities to help like Mando defeat the uh killer droid, but like we see in the trailer he's basically used a full force shove to basically throw away like the uh Wamp like the Wampa lookalike. So I do think it's interesting to see like how advanced has Grogu gotten with his he, at his time training under Luke? I think he's gotten pretty advanced, and I think his role in the season is going to be simple as it's going to excuse me, it's going to sound crazy because look at the size of him. I think he's the muscle. <laughs> I think he's going to go around and be the muscle, and I don't think we're going to get much development out of him except that he's just growing and maturing a little bit. I think that's going to be about it. I think he's just going to be the sidekick slash muscle, and that's really about it. Yeah, I, we'll get plenty more memes, Nick, of him, like, eating and, like, doing goofy things. Like, there's a lot of Mando, like, uh, Grogu meme moments. Of course, yeah. And Grogu's the king of the meme. Yeah. He is the king of the meme here. And let's go ahead a little bit to some of these returning characters we talked about earlier. I mean, like, I feel like we've seen the trailers. We we haven't seen getting the trailer. We know he's coming back. We said Greek Carter a little bit. Bo-Katan's played a big role in a bunch of these trailers here. Like, which returning characters are you most excited to see, Pete, like, where their stories are going to go? 
So I'm I'm very excited about Bo-Katan. I think Bo-Katan is going to be one of the enemies only because what we know about her character, I think she's going to want that dark saber and that's going to be one of the main enemies that Mando's going to have this season. Yeah, I do like the Bo-Katan angle Nick, especially cuz like we I th- we had that one scene I think which I think it's the trailer before the final one, the, the teaser trailer where she talks to Grogu is like you thought your dad was the only Mandalorian and like sort of like planting seeds of doubt. And like, I feel like this could be a spot where like she works with him, but she's working to like backstab as soon as she can. I agree. Um, I'm very interested in not my most interested thing, but I'm interested in that new Republic stuff. What's going on with that. That's a little interesting. So you have uh, Carson Teva there. That's interesting. But for me, the number one thing is the armor. Yep. I'm so concerned in this character, who she is and whatnot. I don't think it's a coincidence that her helmet looks exactly like Maul. Now, I'm not, I don't think we're going to see Maul. If we see Maul again, that's asinine. Unless it's a flashback. Unless it's a flashback. But if we see Maul in the present day, it's completely asinine. Because then it's like, all right, how many times? You know what I mean? Yep. But I think it's going to have something to do with that. Because we all saw the Clone Wars. We know what happened with Death Watch. We know what happened with Gar Saxton and his helmet. It looks similar. I think the armor may have been... I don't know if maybe the ages work out, but... Probably too young for that, but something like that, or her mother, or father, or something. Like, I, she, she might be seems, a te- she might be a teenager at that time. Maybe, yeah, could be. It's just something that I, I think can't be ignored. Yeah, I'm curious about the Empire people herself. Especially like we know Moff Gideon's going to be back, and like we don't we know he's he starts he's at least a prison New Republic. You know, Nick, he's not going to finish that. We know he's going to be out at some like, by the end of the season. Yeah, he wouldn't be in the show if he was going to be a prisoner the whole time. It'd be weird. I also think Dr. Pershing is fascinating seeing like what he's up to because like we saw he was doing work for the Empire. He at least was showed like some compassion for the child's well-being. In fact, he, he he's on course on the trailer, which is wild to think he ends up there. Pete, what do you think? Oh, yeah. Sorry. I uh, I, I think seeing live action Coruscant is going to be cool if we get some some time there. Um, but it's another one of those things. I don't, I don't know what the role is going to be for that character. That's probably the the one character, one of the uh, few characters that I'm like, I don't, I don't know what we're getting here. Um, so, you know, may, maybe they're going to, you know, it wasn't the whole point to study Grogu. Maybe they're going to be trying to make a something to go against them. I don't, I don't know. I, I'm just grasping for straws at this point. Yeah, that's for sure here. Nick, I do you- have a suggestion, Mike. Yes. For the future, on this podcast, when we do preview shows, I think we should start with the draft, and I'll tell you why. I don't want to say I'm doing this because I'm not, but I almost feel like I can't say too much, or they might get the same ideas I have for the draft. So you want to spoil your picks? I don't want to spoil my picks. I have my big board here. I don't want to say some of these names and get people saying my picks. Maybe we should start doing the draft first. And then going into this stuff because then we can bring up points that we said about the characters. Yeah, well, I'm, I have I have one more character I want to talk about before we get to the get to, and one more point I want to get before the draft. But the other one, Nick, the first ever sequel character to show up in a non sequel project here, Babu Frick being here. I have no idea what the hell they're doing with him. Well, I guess technically this is a sequel, right? It's after Return of the Jedi. I mean, sequel trilogy. This is the first. Yeah, sequel. yeah. But Babu Frick, what is what are we gonna do with Babu? Uh... Well, honestly, probably just a funny moment or two, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's such a wild. I mean, like, it's not even like it's, I mean, they said uh, it's not just his speech. Like, no, it's actually him. I'm like, that's like such yeah. a random poll to make. I mean, he seemed very old, right? I don't know if it was announced how old he was. So I'm not shocked at all that he would be here. He was just, I think if you, you had to take that movie and pick one thing that you, uh, that you liked, I think most people are going to say him, right? It's him and C3PO, I feel like. 
Yeah, he was hysterical, so I think people are gonna like him. So yeah, I'm glad good he's, to have him back. I'm glad he's here. Yeah, me too. If, one more thing, we get to the draft here. Like, let's talk about some of these Mandoverse elements we think we could see here, because obviously we talk about the top of the show. Favreau has said no skeleton crew here, but. We do have all these Book of Boba Fett characters. I know there's going to be some time spent on Tatooine. We have, especially setting up a show, which will be the next show after here. So, Pete, what do you think we're going to get? You think we get any Boba Fett carryover? You think we get any Ahsoka setup here? What are you feeling? If I if I talk too much, I'm going to give away who I'm picking. No, um, <laughs> I, I, I want to say yes and no, right? Like, I, I, I can see them having carryover or previews of Ahsoka. I can but I also can see them not even touching those shows at all and just kind of running with what they have. Mando, Mando is so established now. They don't need to keep pulling characters from different spots. I mean, the first two seasons were pretty much filmed back to back and, and released pretty quickly. Season three, totally different story. So I I feel like it could be either. I think it could be either year. Nick, I think I, both. I think both. Yeah, I think both. I think the both. I think there is more Boba follow up. I think we're going to get here for sure. I mean, there's a lot of. I mean, we're getting Tatooine was the last show we saw him in. I do think that like, I think there's going to be at least some reference to what happened in Boba Fett here. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, let's get to the moment we're all we've all been waiting here for here. This character draft here. So every every live action show we. Go ahead, and we start making we, we draft teams of characters we think that could appear in the actual show here. So, Nick, I believe the one rule we have here is that like for these live action roles, they have to like I think we said we eased it last time. They have to appear at least in a hologram. Yeah, just not a flashback, right? I think I think I think a hologram count. I, I don't know if we. What was the only rule against it? Because we have holograms. Okay, that's what I guess technically Palpatine was and what Qui-Gon was. I think the rule was if they were mentioned, it didn't count. We actually have to see them on screen, right? Yeah. This can't be. Okay. Yeah, it, so is a, is a flashback okay? Flashback's okay. Because I know we had, had, right. had Qui-Gon point for being in a flashback. And a dream, I think, of what we want. Yeah, true, true. The All one, right. The one rule was it can't. So you can't, they can't mention it. You can't hear their voice. You have to see them. Yes. Yeah, so you can't say, like, oh, like. I just talked to Boba Fett. Like, Boba Fett actually has to be there. Yes. All right. All right so let's reset. And, and then, so give, Mike, you have a, a list of ineligible characters here? Yeah, before we do, I'll give the audience a look at the Andor draft, which has been so, so well for us here. So this is an example of what's going on here. So for Andor, which we're going to add to these teams in Season 2, we had no point score, but I took Bail Organa, C-3PO, and Director Krennic. Nick took Palpatine, General Draven, and Ahsoka. Pete took Jyn Erso, Harrison Dula, and Asian Callus. I think ironically, we each ended up with one per, like person who was like the right side of character cameo, but no, they just didn't appear. Yeah, because like the way they did it, Nick, I, like I'm General Draven was a very logical pick. Well, I'm happy to have him for season two. Yeah, I'm happy to have Crank for season two. Yeah, I would be too. Yeah, so that's the Andor draft. We're gonna address that back to probably in about eighteen months from now about like what the Andor draft's gonna look like to add to these teams, but. To, to give the audience clear, we are listing the following characters as not eligible, meaning that they have either been seen in a trailer or are confirmed by a, via various press materials who have returned for the season here. So, obviously, Mandu and Grogu cannot be drafted. Grief Carter cannot be drafted. Moff Gideon, Bo-Katan, Dr. Pershing, Babu Frick, The Armorer, Paz Vizsla, Nick's favorite character, Pelimato, uh, Carson Teva, the new Republic pilot, and we are also including any cameos from the directors of the episodes because our pal Dave Floyd has appeared in both seasons of Mando, Nick. Yeah, that would not be fair. So, 
Since and to reset let's see it. Let's hear it, Pete. What is the order? Yeah, the order is being set by Pete because Pete we had a tie in the Obi Wan draft. We have Pete set the draft order for Andor. Since no action really, Pete set the order again for uh for Mando. All right, so I'm going one, Nick's going two, Mike's going three. Snake draft. And it's a four round snake draft. They're picking four characters each, so the Boba Fett one came down to the wire, so they, the two that actually had points, you actually tell them go right down to the end. This could be fun. Right, let's let's vote. Well, you're on the clock. Yeah, Pete's on the clock, and he has a very clear pick. He wants to do number one. Yeah, so so this is why I picked number one. The rest of the draft, I have no clue what I'm doing. So I uh, I wanted this character because I I have a funny feeling that she will be in it, and shows have done this. I think Sabine's going to be in this show. I think we're going to be on Mandalore. I think it has a good chance of introducing Sabine live action for the Ahsoka show, just like they did with Ahsoka, um, just like they did with a couple other people, Boba Fett. So I'm going with the number one overall pick, which might be a hot take, Sabine Wren. Nick, I love this pick because, I mean, like I feel like they've done a very good job obfuscating the, the Mandalorians we're seeing. and We see a whole bunch of them, and there's a rumor that, like, you see Sabine's helmet in one of these trailer shots. You slow-mo it close enough. I feel like she's going to be in Ahsoka and that she has direct ties to the Dark Sea. would not be shocked he shows up here. Oh, same, same. It would not be at all. I have her on my board, but not anymore. Yeah, she was very high on my board, too. Uh, with the second pick, I'm taking Tosca Reeves. That's Sasha Banks' character. I, If you have a confirmed Bo-Katan, I don't see how she's not in it. I think she's going to be in multiple episodes, too. So give me Tosca. Yeah, you got to Here you can get Sasha Banks on your show. You got to do it. Listen, I didn't prepare for this, so you guys are going to win anyway, but I agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's uh, Casca Reed's on the board here. I'm going to go with Nick. I have two picks here, uh, three and Yes, you four. do. I'm going to take the other guy that was on uh, her team. Uh, I think his name is Axe Wolves. Axe Wolves, yeah. He was very very high on my board, number two, actually. I mean, again, the same logic you pointed out here, that if we're getting Bo-Katan, we're getting her Night Owl, and he he was not there in the season two finale for Mandalorian. I feel like he's going to show up back up again. I love it. That's that's one pick here. And number two here, I feel like we're getting Mandalorian. I feel like they're getting Greg Cage here. I think Boba Fett's back again. I feel like he's going to end up, you know, coming back to, you know, help out his buddy Mando and, and say, hey, like, I need your job. Help going to Mandalore. I need a ship that's a little, like, I need some crew. I need some muscles. So I think Bo- Boba Fett goes to help out, Pete. It's a good pick. Definitely a good pick. Yeah, so we have gone four Mandalorians our first four picks. So good job by us here. So Nick, <laughs> where are you going next? Uh, my next pick. Got a couple ways I can go here. I still have a couple of my top players on the board. So I'm going to take Ahsoka. I think um, you're letting ready for her show. She's been in this show already. She was in the other show and was dealing with this character. They have an established relationship. I could see her showing up again. Yeah, so P, I feel like this is another good one. Filoni loves Ahsoka, and Filoni co wrote two hours. I feel like that's a good shot. Ahsoka's in both of those. Yeah, no, I, I agree. All right. I was on my board. Yeah, she Post was. Post the note board. She was on my board as well. She was she was high up on the board, but I, I, oh. did, I did the first non Mandalorian off the board also. Yeah, yeah. All right, so Pete, you have two picks. We're going to do your first one. All right, so we're going we're gonna to hop on the Boba Fett train. I'm going to say Fennec Shan. I love that pick because I feel like Fennec's the kind of muscle you want in this kind of situation as well. I don't know how much she will appear, but I, I'm hoping for at least a one episode to two episode uh, point grab there for me. Uh, Nick, thoughts on I Fennec? love it. I love it. I think if uh, Boba's there, he's probably going to go with her. 
I had them right next to each other on the board, but I still have some higher players. All right, so Pete, you're up for your third pick here. My third pick, which is probably not very high up for you guys, but I like the hot takes. I like going off the beaten path here. Cobb Vant. Yeah, we saw him in the back to tank. He is in the back to tank. He is alive and well. Well, maybe not well, but he's alive. I think we get him a little bit. Staying on the Boba Fett train there. Uh, book of Boba Fett train, I should say. So going Cobb Vant. Plus, he's fr- big friend of Mando. Big friend of Mando. Deputy Scott's dead. So he's on Tatooine. We're going to spend yeah. time on Tatooine. Take a Tatooine character is never a bad idea. And Cobb Vant was, uh, was my next choice there. So you stole a pick from him, Pete. No, well, I, I, I lost. I lost a lot of picks in a row. There, I had my my picks were going to be my four characters on my list were Boba, Ahsoka, Fennec, and Cobb Vanth, and three and three of them went right in front of me. Yeah, yeah. So, so means, we do. I'll good, take who's next on my list then. I guess. Yeah, Pete, we did good work. We did good prep work this week. I did none. <laughs> I'll take who's next on my list here. I am gonna take uh, Thrawn, Grand Admiral Thrawn, making his debut. Yeah, I would just hold out hope that this is the debut. I think Mando is the show. You know what I mean? It's the show of the Mandoverse, and maybe you introduce him here as a side or background character. Maybe the guy who's pulling the strings with Moff Gideon, and if you introduced him maybe here, then maybe the Ahsoka show gets a little bit more viewers. Like, who's this guy? I want to see more of him. Well, tune into Ahsoka, and you'll find out. Yeah, P, I do think it's interesting also here, because we've talked about in the past how, like, you know, they have hidden characters from us. They hit Grogu in season one. They kept Luke Skywalker a secret in season two. They said there's another big surprise in season three that no one has managed to leak yet. So do you think it's Thrawn? I think we're looking bigger than Thrawn. I I, I would like I would like Thrawn. Thrawn would be fun. I feel like we can get him here. So I'm up now with two picks here. I'm going to go one. I don't know if Nick has him on the board, but I think this is an interesting one here. I'm going to take Mayfeld. With my yeah, he's next. He's next on my board. Because I mean, we made a big deal out of. I mean, Bill Burr is. They love having him on the show. They brought him back for season two. They killed the character off and like quote unquote killed him off so he could go live his own life. And I feel like Mando may need his services. I feel like Bill Burr is on the path to redemption. And I think that they will show up again, Pete. That's not a bad one. That's not a bad one. Hey, this Mike. I made I made a twelve man board because it can't go more than that, right? Yeah. One through nine are gone. Yeah, so that's impressive. We we have. Stayed. I, I scouted correctly. Yeah, you did some excellent scouting work on your team. And I have one more pick to close out my team. I'm going to go for the bomb here. I feel like you have the secret character. We have not heard who the secret character is yet here. Who we oh, here? I'm going to take the shot here. Han Solo. Interesting. I feel like that they, like in terms of like what they could be keeping from us here. They hit Luke, so Luke showing up again would not be as much of a surprise to us here. Harrison Ford, I feel like, has been made very public. He's done with Star Wars, so I feel like that we totally like them saying, you know, like, hey, like, Harrison, can you come by the set for a day and, like, shoot, like, one scene for us that's important to the plot? And it's like, okay. I don't, I don't hate it whatsoever. I had Han actually on my original board and removed him just because I'm like, I'm not going to get Han, but they might. I mean, in terms of their, I take them at their word. They have a big surprise that they are, that they have managed to keep a secret. And oh, I'm going on the idea that that's Thrawn. I think, I think in terms of like getting the like casual attention, like Luke Skywalker, did, I feel like you, the only player left who's like still alive can do that is Han Solo. I think Thrawn is someone who can do that because he reminds me of someone like Cad Bane, but bigger, obviously, 
when Cad Bane showed up Boba Fett, the casual fan went, who the hell is that guy? And they were like so excited about him, even though they didn't know who he was. And I think you get that same idea when you see Thrawn. Pete, any thoughts on the Han Solo pick? I I don't hate it, like Nick. I mean, I, I think I think it's a possibility. I, I just don't know. I really I really don't know with, with Harrison Ford. Yeah, He's too up in the air. Yeah, but. It's it's the fourth pick. I figure, yo, let's take the big swing. If I happen to like hit the yeah. surprise county, yeah. I'll like, boom. And uh, Nick, your last pick. So I'm going to do something that might just uh, kind of cancel out what you guys have done here. I'm going to take Black K because if Boba comes, maybe he brings Black K with him. And then if you're getting points, so am I. Yeah, so Black K off the board, Pete. It'd be a lot of fun to see him in this show. Yeah, but... It- I agree, but what do you think he would be doing? Standing just be with, there. with Boba? Yeah, just, just standing. literally standing there. Standing there with his cross looking menacing. Yep. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Yeah, Black K is like a character I feel like that like they did not get enough mileage out of in Boba Fett. Okay. Alright, so you have the last pick on the board here. Yeah, I do. I don't I don't know. Let me go through my list here on my phone. I'll throw some noble names out here who could, who has not been taken yet in terms of people we are aware of here. Luke Skywalker still on the board. Maybe he shows up again. R2-D2, C-3PO, Leia, if they decide to recast. Carrie Fisher is on the board. You have a lot of New Republic people on the board. Cara Dune's on the board in case you think they stuck a recast in the season. There's a lot of options. Yeah, I know. Mothma? Mothma is another possibility. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. They can make her look older. I don't know. Uh, all right. So I feel like everyone I wanted to take was already taken. I'm I'm going to go because I think they wanted Boba Fett to maybe be relevant. I'm this is a stretch, but it's the last pick. I'm going to go Cad Bane. So you're saying he's not dead. I'm saying he's not dead. He is hired by the Republic, New Republic. I can't remember the the, the official name to find Grogu. You mean by the Empire? The Empire. Excuse me. Yeah. My apologies. Yes. All right. So that would be a fun one here. And to reset, it's the- a stretch. It's a huge stretch. I just don't. I don't know who else because everyone that I wanted to somewhere in that draft was taken. So. Yeah, I mean, Nick, you have looking at like some characters. We talk about the ones I mentioned here didn't get picked here. The Mithril, you could talk about. Maybe he shows up again. That like uh, that grow that uh, Mando deals with the first two seasons here. You got a couple like Luke, Luke, like me, like your friend Bosk. Uh, you, you pick Sabine, and I like the pick, and it makes me also think that a possibility could be Hera. Like they maybe maybe an idea of what they're doing, which I think would be really cool is. Let's announce all these people to be on Ahsoka, and you're expecting them in, let's say, August, and then, boom, there's Ezra in March. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool, right? That would also be a bomb, I feel like, also. Would that be pretty, you know what I'm saying, though? Like, Because yeah. I complain about it all the time. I don't like when they tell us who's going to be the actor, that he's going to be in the show. kind of ruins it for me. What if he's in another show? Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. That would be kind of cool. So I feel like the reset the board here, Sabine, uh, Pete's team is Sabine Wren, Fennec Shan, Cobb Vanth, and Cad Bane, who... Nick, you and I would not be mad if Cad Bane showed up. 
No, I told you it sucks either way because either no one dies in Star Wars and Boba's didn't succeed, or you wasted this character. Either way, it sucks. And Nick is taking Casca uh, Reese, aka Sasha Banks, Ahsoka, Thrawn, and Black K. I am taking Axe Wolves, Boba, who is the third Night Owl, Boba Fett, Mayfeld, and Han Solo. So that's my, that's those are the teams here. And the prize here, it's funny, I'm glad Pete did this because just announced today by Funko on day recording. Sabine! Cad Bane Funko Pop. Oh. <laughs> nice. That's All right, so I better that's, win. That's a great one. It's a great Cad Bane Book of Boba Fett Funko Pop. That's fantastic. Now, how do these things work in terms of uh, stock? Like, this, this doesn't sell out, right? Or does it? I should not sell out, I would think. All right, great. And we'll make sure we get it. And again, it's only like two months from now. I feel like they'll still have it by then. So that is, sure. that's the character draft, and we'll keep track of that throughout the season, see how we're doing here. But I also want to talk about your potential trackers we can keep eye up during the season here. So, Nick, we got to do Hondo again, right? Of course. Yeah. Hondo tracker is not just, it's not a tracker on certain shows. It's a Sky Guys tracker. Yeah. It's on every episode. When we watch the holiday specials and the Lego Star Wars, this and that, the Hondo tracker is in, it still remains. Yeah, Hondo, yeah, Hondo is our, is our unofficial mascot. Yeah. Actually, we can make that official if you want. Yeah, no doubt here. Ones you carried over, I think, from both I mean, uh, other shows here. Bo-Katan and the Dark Saber, both are going to be relevant, Pete. I, I would hope so. <laughs> I would uh, really hope so. I mean, I'll be Bo <laughs> we know Bo-Katan is. Yeah, it, it, we, we know for sure Bo-Katan will have a couple points there. Yeah. Uh, uh, Nick, I think we should do separate live action and animated cameos again. I feel like that makes the most sense. Yep, I like that. Uh, Pete, do you want to carry over our ones from the Mando uh, rewatch here? Or this is the way the Mando jobs and Grogu eating. Um, I do like them. I do. I think we're going to get a lot of this is the way. Yeah. I think this is going to be the season where they overdo it. Yeah. I mean, we know it's said in the trailer at least once. So we know we're definitely going to hit it. It's going to be said once an episode. Boy, My guess is minimal. we're going to get eight of them. That's where we're at now. We're at 16 through 16 episodes, right? Yeah, but I think as soon as he's with the armor again, they're all going to say it like four times in a row. And it's like, yeah, you're not going to hear it for four episodes. And then you're going to hear this is the way five times. And then boom, five out of five. Yeah, that's the fun drinking game of this show. Of this show is this is the way you're going to, you, you, there are episodes you like, you're dry as hell. And there are episodes like, you're like blackout drunk by like three minutes in. Not for me, because I watch these early in the morning before yep. work. So I will not be participating in the drinking game. Yeah, I think Nick, the one new one I want to add here. We need a tracker for Mandalorian because we have so many of them like in the trailers. I want to like have a trailer for like a tracker for all different Mandalorians we encounter. So I'm in, but you'll be doing the counting, not me. I will. I I, I, I will lose count right away. I keep track of all those things. All right. Literally, I watch the episode. I have the list of trackers up, and then I sort of you know just like let it go as we go on. How do you watch on the TV or do you watch on the computer? On the TV, I have the computer like in front of me while I'm taking notes. Okay. All right, all right, all right. So let's. I actually watched Bad Batch on my phone today. <laughs> I watched half of it on my phone when I was eating dinner, and then I watched the other half on the TV. Did not miss much. No. All right. Last but not least, here let's do some predictions for the premiere, which is going to be next week. Here, so I'm going to throw out here a fun, uh, I'll throw a prediction here. I'm going to say that the, I feel like that we're going to see. I think Mando's going to run into grief cargo early. I feel like gonna, he's going to go on the bar on the first episode. He's going to run into grief. I'm with you. I really can't say. I don't see anywhere else it would go. I think if you're doing that grief cargo stuff, it wouldn't be after Bo-Katan stuff, right? So I feel like I'm with you. I feel like because P, I feel like it makes the most sense that like 
he's neat. he's been tasked now to go to Mandalore. He's like, oh, I'll go back to Navarro. Maybe Grief Karga knows people can help me find find my way over there. Yeah, I don't think we're getting Mandalore until a couple episodes in. I think he needs to find his way there. So I I am on board with you. All right, so we'll be watch. We're all gonna be wrong this week. It's gonna be like like uh, Grogu throwing. Go straight to Mandalore. Yeah, it's it's Grogu throwing the uh, Wampa out of the cave. Yep. Or or Babu Frick is there, Mirror Nick. Babu would be great. Yeah. I wonder. If, I feel like we're also gonna get newer public prizes in the in the premiere. Also, they got. I think we gotta set this this thread up. It's gonna be set up through the season. Yeah, I hope. I, 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 that's a weird thing. We really don't know what that's going to be. That's like a complete mystery. A lot of this other stuff, we have ideas about Mando, like, you know, like where he's going to go, what he's going to do. We have, I don't have a clue with this New Republic stuff. I have no idea. And Pete, I will throw a qu- this question to you here because we talked about this a little bit, like on the season two podcast. We know that Gina Carano got fired after sharing some of her controversial uh, views on the Holocaust uh, by the, by Disney. And the character Cara Dune is sort of, was sort of an important position at the end of season two. We're going to go back to Navarro, where she was based in season three. Do you think we get the character reference at all and say, oh, she's off world? Do you think we just ignore her completely? I, I think the character is going to be referenced, but I don't think we ever see the character again on screen. You think we get I, recast? Uh, I, I, I don't think so. I, I think the recast would be. I don't want to say a waste of time, but they can use that money elsewhere. They could just say that Cara Dune's doing something else somewhere. I mean, it's the, the it's the character, not the actress. So I think we're going to get a reference, but we will never see that character on screen again. I think it's too polarizing for a recast because there are certain people out there that are support her that support her very much. And if you recast her, then your those people are going to throw in like they're going to get more mad than if you just ignore her. I think it's not going to be a recast this season. I think they're going to leave the leave the door open for themselves. If they want to do it. The, the temperature cooled down around this a little bit. Yeah. I do like I would be like that's why I didn't pick Cara Dune in the draft. I thought they're not gonna go, pull a surprise. Here she is as somebody else, aka like another like former like wrestler slash athlete who has the build to be that way. Yeah, it'll be Don Cheadle. You're <laughs> recast. Yep, we'll see how that goes here, and we'll be back. Uh, this is it for Mando Mondays here, but Pete, coming up next week, we're going to be back after every episode doing recaps here, and I'm gonna mention it here. I'll touch again the Sky Guy on the. Uh, what do you call it? on the Bad Batch episodes later in the week here, but we're going to change the release schedule a little bit because Bad Batch is getting a day after release. We're going to switch that out to Mando's going to get the day after release. I think more people are interested in the Mando stuff, and Bad Batch is going to be pushed back. It's going to, we'll record it, but it's going to be out closer to the weekend. Yeah, we're, uh, we're definitely going to get you the uh, the Mando con- content uh, much quicker, um, but don't worry, that Bad Batch stuff will be coming out later on in the week. Um, just follow the Twitter, follow us all, all over the place, Instagram and stuff, and uh, you'll get those notifications and you'll see the the clips go out and you'll know when it's live. Yeah, because Nick, they did put a rough spot by having, I think, six episodes of overlap between Mando and uh, and Bad Batch. I didn't want, didn't want to abandon Bad Batch in the middle of the season. Yeah, I'm upset about it because that means it's... I, I, I love these shows, don't get me wrong, but I hate the way they released them. Uh, I wish they came out at nine o'clock at night on a Wednesday or something. I'd have no issues watching all of them. We'd hop on like a group watch and then hop right on after and get it done and be done with it. But now I got to get up at four in the morning and watch this stuff. Not that early, but still. Yeah. I think the issue I have personally is just the fact that like, you know, like we had such a perfect window here where like the way they did it and like the mid season event was perfect. We could have stopped it right here. We could have, Taking a break, come back afterwards. We're gonna have a long break to this Ahsoka. You know, we could have like done this, come back like 
Memorial Day with the second half of Bad Batch, and another little break for Ahsoka. But no, we gotta shove it all in there. Yeah, I agree with you. It would like they like they don't try this. I think this is really stupid. If you want to try and keep your content flowing here, I mean, they're gonna now go like from the end of April until probably August. Not anything like live Star Wars apart from visions. Yep. And with that, I want to end the show. We want to thank you guys for coming on here, Pete. If you want to follow on social media, how do you do that? At PJ Story Twenty Nine, you can follow me on Twitter there. All right. Uh, Nick, one more time for the uh, social. How can they follow those? At Sky Guys Podcast. That's both Instagram and Twitter. All right, you guys can follow me on Twitter, mphilips331. It's M-P-H-I-L-I-P-S-331. This week, going on the Justin Suffering Podcast, we're going to catch up on the NBA, Nick, because we're going to hit the All-Star break, so we're going to check in on the association. And good friend of the Sky Guys, Dan DiMartini, to come on to talk to me about uh, Full Swing, the Netflix docuseries about the golf season. Let's, let's talk a little bit real quick about the NBA, Mike. Me and you made some free picks before the season on over-unders, and outside of one, because a certain Cade Cunningham got hurt, they all look amazing. I might go four and zero. I think I'm three and one, and you're four and one, and you're four and zero, and it sucks. I put all eight of ours in a parlay. <laughs> I think we're gonna go seven and one because Kate Cunningham got hurt. Yeah, I feel much better than the net one now. They just blew the ship up. Yeah, the Nets under the Lakers under the Bulls under the Nuggets over the Bucks over. Who else did we have in there? We were killing it. The Knicks over. The Knicks. Let's go. <laughs> we, we, we killed it. Yeah, we did absolutely kill it here. So. That's going to be all for us here on the Sky Guys this week. We're Next time you hear us talk about Mando, you know, we're going to be getting ready for the premiere recap here. We're going to be on after the episode, just three of us, us and guests coming through the season. But until then, guys, may the force be with you.